Welcome to the Mind and My Wellness Podcast, your podcast for all things macros, movement, mindset, and everything in between. I'm your host, Danny Marenberg, an ex yo yo dieting cardio junkie turned sustainable nutrition coach who's helped over 1,000 women feel confident in their skin by learning how to eat for their goals without sacrificing a life well lived. I created the Mind and My Wellness podcast to give you simple, effective, and manageable tips you can take away from each episode and implement in your daily life to look and feel like the best version of you. Each week, my guests and I teach you the secrets to mastering your health and owning your power. Nutrition, mindset, movement, and women's health are all topics you'll find here. Think of our time together as your productive little health break from the day. So grab your headphones, fill up your water, and let's dive into today's episode. Hello, my gal, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Mind and My Wellness podcast. I am just so thrilled that you're here tuning in with me today. I figured that there's really no better place to start than to tell you a little bit about my own journey and what actually moved the needle for me after years of eating healthy, working out seven days a week, yet seeing zero progress. So in today's episode, I'm going to give you a little bit of my backstory, and then I want to take you through the five things that changed everything for me with my body recomposition and my sanity, let's be honest, and then I want to help you by teaching you how you can implement some of these changes into your lifestyle today to start seeing success. So first things first, let's dive into my backstory a little bit. And I grew up fairly athletic. I was a competitive figure skater, believe it or not, for many years. And then I did sports in high school But it really wasn't until I got to college that I started seeing changes in my weight. When I was in college, I would go to the occasional spin class and run on the treadmill, but my priorities were really elsewhere in college. At this time, I started picking up some restrictive eating patterns because others around me had those types of tendencies when it came to food. So throughout the week, I try my hardest to eat small and healthy meals because, again, at that time, that's how I thought you remained thin. And that's what everyone else around me was doing. So obviously, that's the way, right? But the problem was much bigger than that. The problem was that I couldn't eat like that all the time. The weekends would come around and I'd completely go off the rails going out to eat And quite honestly, consuming too many liquid calories that I had equated to the same caloric value as water at that point in my life. Now, after college, this is where I really struggled. I moved to San Diego and I made it my mission to get healthy and in shape. I mean, come on, it's San Diego. Everybody is bronzed in bikinis for 10 months out of the year here. I remember signing up for bar classes. And there was a bar studio just around the corner from where I lived. And at the same time, I was running like 20 miles a week following that with spin classes. When that didn't work, I jumped into yoga. I actually got certified in yoga and I started teaching yoga. And then I started teaching yoga sculpt. And 
I loved it, but I still wasn't seeing any progress. Then I went through my hit class phases and by 2016, I was waking up at 4am, six days a week to run before going to my hit classes at F45. And I did this for an entire two years. Yes, I may sound crazy, but some of you listening may also feel like you fall into that category too. You feel like you're doing absolutely everything right, quote unquote, but not seeing any results. And throughout this entire time, I was also in this binge and restrict cycle and it kept occurring and I couldn't get it to stop. I started jumping into whatever diet I could find that I thought would be my golden ticket. I tried going vegetarian and then vegan. I tried the whole 30 diet too many times, but could never make it the full 30 days without throwing in the towel. These diets caused me to start labeling certain foods as bad and eliminating entire food groups altogether, then restricting calories altogether. I honestly felt like something was wrong with me. Why do I have no willpower? Why am I not mentally strong to stick to these diets? These were the types of thoughts that were running through my head. Finally, in 2018, I started to lose weight. I was running 40 miles a week, then jumping on my Peloton bike right after to close all those rings on my Apple watch. And I was maybe eating 1200 calories a day, but it was working until it wasn't. (laughs) I was exhausted. I was constantly aggravated dragging most days, and still struggling with binging. I really restricted myself from the foods that I loved. Like if you've followed me on Instagram, croissants were a big trigger for me. I wouldn't even get myself close to a croissant because it was a food that I had deemed off limits. At this point, through all the exercise and all the healthy eating and diets that I had been doing, I truly felt like I would feel this way forever and that my body must be different. Sure, these other diets seem to work for others, but they just don't work for me. And I'm the the outlier. Now, throughout this time, I started reading more and more about macro tracking, and it really intrigued me until I read that oftentimes it actually requires you to eat more. Um, no, thank you. I'm not here to gain weight. I'm also not here to become a bodybuilder. I'm just trying to lose this weight that I've had from college. But the messaging just kept showing up more and more and more. Finally, I decided to give it a try. And that, my friend, is when I realized that my body wasn't the exception. I could actually experience the results that I had wanted all those years and get it to last without having to restrict myself of the foods that I love which leads me to telling you all about the five changes that I made that actually worked for me to not only lose the weight that I had acquired throughout college that I could not get rid of for good, but also regain my energy, build muscle, and feel my dang best. Let's dive in to the five changes that transformed my body. Change number one is I learned how to eat to support my metabolism. Once I learned this, my life was forever changed. Now, you may be listening to this and thinking, okay, Danny, but what does that even mean? 
That means that I was eating a proper amount of calories for my goal while also being aware of macronutrients. And macronutrients are essentially, or macros as you'll often hear them called, are your proteins, your carbs, and your fat. So I started paying attention to those as well as fueling my body appropriately. And once I really started honing in on the right macro breakdown for my body, within months, I kid you not, my body had completely changed. Honestly, I had very low hopes with my past track record of dieting, but this didn't feel like a diet. I was eating more. I was feeling full and satisfied with my meals, and I was noticing my body toning up, and I had more energy than I had had in years. So that alone, I knew something was working. Change number two that I made was I stopped focusing on cardio, 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 and I transitioned to a strength-focused mindset. So this was a huge mindset shift for me coming from a cardio queen myself. I was, again, doing all of those HIIT workouts, cycling, running. I was just trying to burn as many calories as possible. And so I get it. On your Apple Watch, it's telling you that you're burning more calories from that HIIT workout that you just did versus that 45-minute strength workout you did yesterday. But I'm here to tell you that there's so much more that goes into it than what your Apple Watch is telling you. First, in order to look toned, which I think all of us want, you need muscle. And in order to build muscle, you need to lift heavy weights. It's called hypertrophy training, and this is actually where you get that toned physique, not from doing those long runs and lifting five-pound weights. And number two, building muscle actually promotes fat loss. The more muscle mass you have on your frame that you've developed, the more calories you'll burn at rest. So going back to your fear of not burning as many calories through strength training as high-intensity training, that's not completely true. What is true is that with more muscle, you're burning more calories over the long run. Muscle has the ability to increase our BMR or our basal metabolic rate, which is essentially the rate of calories in which we're burning per day just by living and working through our body processes. Pretty cool, right? And your BMR is responsible for roughly two thirds of the calories that you burn in any given day. So if you can increase that, if you can increase your BMR, you get to consume more calories. So once I started focusing on strength training and building muscle as my primary focus for my workouts, that's when I saw my body changing and I felt so, so dang good too. Now change number three, I increased my daily movement. Now, I didn't actually realize how sedentary my lifestyle was. I thought because I worked out nearly every day that I was considered active. But those two hours in the morning didn't counteract the 12 hours a day I spent sitting behind my computer and on the couch after work. Between my corporate desk job and then wanting to just veg out on the couch at night, I wasn't being very mobile throughout the day. So I started small and I built. I first set a goal of just getting up and taking a walk after dinner to help me digest. 
before starting whatever Bravo show had me hooked at that moment. Then I added in a lunchtime walk, or some days it'd be in the morning if I had a busy day. But I made it a priority, and I built up to 8,000 steps a day after two months, and it just became part of my routine. Those walks became my me time. Time to catch up with my family or friends, listen to my favorite podcast, or just zone out to music with the sun on my face. The reason this is so important is that your daily movement makes up a larger part of your daily caloric burn than your exercise will. So by increasing your daily movement, you're increasing the amount of calories you burn per day. This can A, allow you to eat more without gaining weight, and B, if you're looking to lose weight, it creates that calorie deficit without having to pull back too far in your calories. And I don't know about you, but sign me up for eating more while losing weight. (laughs) Now that moves me on to change number four, rest and recovery. I went from working out six to seven days a week, then down to six days a week, down to five days a week, and now some weeks I only work out four days a week. Now, yes, I'm still prioritizing my daily movement most days, but what I mean by this is I don't have to do a strength or a cardio-focused workout every day. And this was a huge change for me, coming from six to seven days a week of hit and running and cycling. Your body actually needs time to recover and rest. And here are just a few reasons why. First, muscle repairs and develops in our rest periods, not our work periods. So if you're thinking that working out in strength training or doing whatever physical activity that you're doing for five, six, seven days a week is helping to build your muscles That's not exactly true. Your muscles actually build in the repair phase. So that is when we're resting. Rest is also required for hormone regulation and particularly our stress hormones like cortisol. So when we put too much stress on the body, it can dysregulate our hormones, which can actually ultimately lead your body to resisting fat loss or muscle development. And now this next one may be very obvious, but energy restoration. I know you may be feeling like you're superwoman, but rest is essential for replenishing your energy levels. It allows your body to restore glycogen stores, which provide fuel for physical activity. Without proper rest, you may experience fatigue, decreased performance, and an increased risk of burnout, all of which won't get you closer to your goal. I hope you're loving today's episode. I wanted to quickly interrupt to share with you something that I only wish I knew years ago on my health journey that changed everything for me. I was the girl who had tried every diet under the sun, worked out seven days a week, yet was constantly left feeling disappointed that all my hard work and time wasn't paying off. Can you relate? If the answer is yes, then my free training, Three Steps to Transform Your Body with Macros, is just for you. In this training, I share the secrets to leveraging your metabolism to lose fat without restriction, eliminating the foods you love, or sacrificing a life well-lived. So if you're ready to say so long to yo-yo dieting and kick low-calorie diets to the curb, you're not going to want to miss this free training. 
head on over to mindedmymacros.com forward slash free training to register today. Or you can head on over to my show notes to find the link. I hope to see you there. All right, now back to the episode. Also, immune system support. Rest and recovery play a crucial role in supporting your immune system. When you're well-rested, your immune system functions optimally, helping you fight off illnesses and infections, and you guessed it, without proper sleep, rest, and recovery, conversely, your immune system can weaken, make you more susceptible to illness, and no one likes to be sick, right? I know I hate being down for the count when I'm sick and I have to put my life on hold. All in all, once I started implementing rest periods and prioritizing my sleep, everything started to feel a whole heck of a lot better and I started seeing better results. And last but definitely not least, change number five I made was implementing techniques for stress management. Now, did you know that 90% of all illness and disease are caused by stress? Isn't that crazy? Managing stress is also going to help with that little hormone called cortisol. Now, dysregulated cortisol can lead to weight fluctuations, but more importantly, it can cause hormone imbalances that wreak havoc on much more than weight over time. When I started incorporating techniques and practices to help manage my stress, which is inevitable, everyone's going to feel stress, everything else started to feel a lot more balanced. Some ways I learned to manage my stress were actually getting up and taking my walks. So it was kind of killing two birds with one stone with getting in my daily movement and managing my stress. But other techniques I used were things like journaling and infrequently I was practicing meditation. It's something now that is a much more consistent practice in my life, but it really did help. Another great way to relax that also supports recovery is an Epsom salt bath. These are really great ways to decompress while also detoxifying. And I also, I mean, I talk about this quite openly on my Instagram. I found an amazing therapist. I thought therapy is just so amazing. And that was a great way for me to help regulate and manage my stress as well. So now I'm not here to tell you that I have it all figured out and I never stress. Oh no, I absolutely still do, but I can utilize these techniques to help manage that stress more in a more productive way. And ultimately this helps with my physical goals because I'm able to manage some of those hormone levels and help to really facilitate my goal, whether that's building muscle or reducing overall body fat. So to recap on the five changes that I made that had the greatest impact in my health journey, number one was I ate to support my metabolism. Number two is I focused on strength training versus cardio. Three, I moved more throughout the day. I focused on my daily movement. Number four was I pulled back on the number of days that I was exercising to allow for rest and recovery to actually take place. And change number five was that I found outlets to manage my stress. Now, how can you take these changes and implement them easily into your lifestyle? So I'm going to cover a couple of these with you with just some ideas, some thought starters to get you started. 
So change number one, eating to support your metabolism. What you could do is you could get a macro count or work with a coach or join a program or simply just start focusing on building more balanced meals and adding protein to your meals. More often than not, women under-consume protein, so just focusing on your protein intake could be a really great first step for you. This could really get you moving in the right direction with just that simple step. Change number two, strength training. So strength training over cardio and getting out of that cardio-focused mindset. You could start with body weight. You can start just in your home doing some body weight exercise to really get yourself comfortable and get familiar with some of the movements within strength training. You could also get yourself a strength training app, which I highly recommend having some sort of program to follow and focus on that tells you how to progress over time. And you can do this at home or at the gym. You don't have to go full to the gym. You can focus on doing what you can at home first before you feel comfortable going to the gym. You could join a group strength class if group programs are more your jam and you get motivated by a group environment. And maybe it's just two days a week to start and then three and then four. You slowly build up. There's no all or nothing mentality here. There's no reason you have to go from zero to 100. Change number three was increase daily movement. So some easy ideas could be that you block off your calendar, even if it's just for 15 minutes at lunch for a walk. You can park further away at the grocery store and when you're running errands to get in those extra few steps. You could also get up every so often from your desk and just move around. I know sometimes if I have a very sedentary day, I'll just get up from my desk and I'll go walk to the kitchen and back. Maybe I'll do a couple laps inside just to get moving. Or maybe you sign up for that spicy dance class you've been too intimidated to take. And yes, that one was me. I am not a dancer whatsoever, but I signed up for a twerking class and I had a ball. That is a completely another story, but happy to share that with you on Instagram. And then moving on to change number four, recovery. Schedule one to two days that are truly reserved for rest. And if you're antsy, which I know can happen at first, maybe incorporate something like a yoga class or a stretching or meditation class for those rest days so that it still feels like you're doing something, but it's much lower impact and maybe more focused on like rehabilitation. And then change number five, stress management. You could use that walk to get outside and breathe, focus on taking some deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth at your desk. You could download a meditation app. I use a meditation app called Superhuman, and I'll link it down in the show notes, but I use this every single day and I am not kidding. It's been a complete game changer. So you could always download a meditation app and give it a whirl. You could journal You could read before bed something that is enjoyable and fun to read, not necessarily something that has to get you to your next step in life, but just an enjoyable read. You could take a bath. These are all ways that you can help to reduce stress and manage your stress levels. Now, I hope today's episode got you excited to take some of these changes and find ways that work for you in your lifestyle to implement them with ease. 
If you're looking for guidance on just how to eat for your body metabolism and goals, head on over to mindedmymacros.com and you can find everything from custom tailored macro counts to online courses and one-on-one coaching programs designed to help you lose weight, build muscle, and feel like your best version of you. I've also got a ton of free resources for you that I'll link down in the show notes, including a free macro checklist to get you started on the right foot, as well as my free training, three steps to transform your body with macros to dive into why you might not be seeing the results that you're looking for and help you get there. And I would love to hear what changes resonated with you most and ways in which you're going to implement them into your own life. So send me a DM over at mindedmymacros on Instagram and let me know. Before I forget, I want to celebrate the launch of my show with you by doing a super special giveaway. I'll be choosing three lucky winners who will win some pretty amazing prizes. The first winner will receive a $100 Viore gift card because it's this San Diego gal's favorite workout and athleisure apparel, and I know you're going to love it too, if you don't already. The second place prize will be a $100 Amazon gift card to stock up on all your healthy favorites. And the third place prize is a free protein powder from Clean Simple Eats, my favorite protein powder, to help you hit your protein goal each and every day. To enter, I've made it super easy for you. All you need to do is follow the podcast, give it a five-star rating, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And before you hit submit, make sure to take a screenshot of your review and send it on over to me on Instagram at mindedmymacros. And I'll even give you a bonus entry if you screenshot one of the first three episodes, share it on your Instagram stories, and tag me. So again, make sure to send me that screenshot over to mindedmymacros on Instagram. And if you don't have an Apple device, not a problem. You can send me a DM on Instagram of what you're loving about the show. The giveaway ends on August 1st. I'll be announcing the winner on my Instagram stories on August 2nd, and I'll be sure to send you a DM to let you know if you're one of the lucky winners. I'll put all of these details in the show notes for you. Until next time, my friends, stay inspired, stay motivated, and keep minding your wellness. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. I love hearing from you, so shoot me a DM over on Instagram at MindInMyMacros to keep the convo going. If you've learned anything from this episode or any of my past episodes, I'd really love it if you took a few seconds to leave a quick rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I love hearing what you've learned or what you've taken away from any of these episodes. It means so much to me when you do that. And if you have any friends, you know, that need a little help kicking some old dieting mentalities to the curb and want some simple, effective, and sustainable tips to feel their best, share a link to this episode with them. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you next time.